previously on Live at 605. I don't understand why guys can't trim their eyebrows. I do. I cut them every day of my life. Did you cut this one? No. Oh, okay. John Malin. And Val Gomez. Live 605. Amazing. Coming to you live from a chili downtown Toronto. We are in the new studio yeah. of Live at 605. This is episode 10. This is the temporary studio. We uh, Season 21, when we come back, we're going to have a new and improved 605 studio <laughs> with new recording equipment. Uh, the pandemic has hit our studio pretty hard this year. <laughs> and, the, uh, and to be fair, you don't want to be in your office slash studio all day. I'm in the basement all day long, and we talk about how you have a nice view of the courtyard. <laughs> you can see birds chirping and flying. And but now that you're, it's winter in Toronto. I have one single window, and it's <laughs> currently covered with snow. So I don't, I don't, I just see darkness. My old friend down yeah. there. So, uh-huh. but uh, yeah, this is season twenty, episode ten. We only have three episodes left Jeez, this season, which it's crazy. Do you know what, what month we started this season? November? Yeah, isn't that crazy that it's already February? Yeah, it's kind of bananas, especially knowing, like, it's weird to say, like, how much we've done and then how much hasn't happened in real life. Like, do you know what I mean? No. Like, so many big things have happened right? to us. True. However, we haven't gone anywhere. That is correct. Right? We haven't. Like, we really so haven't gone anywhere. We haven't anywhere. gone anywhere. Um, but, yeah, so it's like, I guess if you want to see some of the things we've been up to, maybe we'll post something. Well, this one, I, I'm almost going to consider this episode the lost episode, whereas yeah. there's some some stories that we never told that I want to kind of bring up again that, that are kind of from the past year or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we can do that. But so I guess check it out either on my Instagram, Val Gomez 23 on Instagram and Twitter. And are you are you still best friends with Snooki, you think? I think I am. I did have a good conversation about Jersey Shore today with Helene, really? which is great. Um, so I was pretty happy about that. Anytime I can fit in Jersey Shore on not Thursday into my day, it's a win. So I might try and like finish that and say, like, hey, did you see I'm best friends with Snooki? You should do that. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that Snooki was sleeping over at JWoww's house? I did, I did. And then did you see what the situation said about Snooki that she might, might come back to family vacation, which like Avi. I feel like we should start our, our Jersey Shore podcast. We do it we do so much. Yeah. We, we might watch. have to do a spin-off in in the pandemic for Jersey Shore. We should do a rewatch episode yeah. of Jersey, a rewatch of the whole entire series and everything of the, of the show. So Totally. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Mellencamp. And what should people do on iTunes? Drop us a comment on our iTunes page because every comment you keep, make for us keeps us back in the news and noteworthy. That's right. So uh, I guess we can just kind of get into things this yeah. week. Do you have any super fans or anything? I do. I you do. do. I was going to say, I have the opposite of a super fan. What do you have? Well, we got a, a bit of an alarming phone call this past week from a typical super fan, Pops Mal, and he usually calls and he'll either... I think his whole thing is he likes to uh, speak the truth to us. So he, he but w- it's a little bit like there's a bit of a well, bias, like no. an environmental bias. There is. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say no. If you tell the whole story in context. There's a uh, bias. Yeah. What I was gonna say is usually he'll call and be like, "Oh, it's another great episode. I love this and this." But then sometimes he'll call and be like, "You know what? This segment didn't work." You know, you should give Val more airtime. Yeah. You should leave. You should quit. You you stink. No, I didn't say that. But he, <laughs> but he called us this week, and we were talking, 
And he was asking, you know, about the faucet, which we are now, it's officially two weeks since there's been a leak in the faucet. So which is I, amazing. I, I haven't checked on it as much. We made a joke that I check on the faucet more than I check in on you sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but I actually haven't checked the faucet uh, too much, which is great. There's mm-hmm. been no leaks. But then he called and we were talking and catching up this and that. And then he's like, oh, you know, he's like the podcast. I was like, yeah. He's like, Snooky's in the intro now, right? I'm like, yeah, she, you know, she says your name and everything. He's like, he's like, yeah, I was listening and, um, fell asleep listening to your podcast. But you're not telling the full story. This is why environmental triggers. One, it's like your dad and mom take care of our nephews. Yes. Right. And so your nephew went to sleep after running around all the time. Yes. And then your dad Fell asleep listening to the podcast after running around with your no, nephew. Well, no, he fell asleep. He, what he was saying was, he's like, I heard Snooky's voice and then I woke up to the music. So, like, he, it wasn't like he would listen to it for five minutes. He's like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, the no, most boring thing. No, he was probably tired no, going into I know. Into I'm it. just busting some chops. <sighs> but anyways, he's, like, the unsuper fan yeah. of the week. It's the reverse. But you said you actually have a super fan? Yeah. So it was really, really nice. And, like, this goes back again of, like, the unsuspecting listener so I got a lovely email um, from a colleague slash friend um, who lives on the other side of Canada in BC, Petra, who is the super fan of the week. Sponsorship of the week. All the way out west coast. West coast. West coast, um, best coast. Yeah. So I've known Petra for like, I want to say like three, three years essentially, and you know, we've, I feel like obviously like when we talk about podcasting and stuff, I'll always like mention ours or other colleagues were, but I never knew she listened to it. So I got, I received a really awesome email from her where we're talking about like a bunch of things. And she's like, I know you're doing well because I'm listening to the podcast. And I was <laughs> nice. like, oh my God, Petra, I never knew you were listening to the podcast. That's amazing. So again, um, unlike your dad, who's a non-super <laughs> fan, it's yeah. always nice to hear randoms. Right, people who we don't associate with yeah, on a daily course. basis come out of the gate and say that they've listened. So I really appreciate that, Petra. Yeah, Thank you so amazing. much. Hope you're keeping well in this COVID chaos. Um, but she is the super fan of the week. Sponsorship of the week. I gotta say, today I'm a little. I, I'm, I was a little. What? You're already pulsating because it's Meatless Monday. No, I'm, I'm better this week. I was going to say, we've, we've done almost 250 episodes. Not, not every episode is going to be a home run. And last week, I had mm-hmm. a, a bad food headache, so I just wasn't in it last yeah. week. But this week, I ate a bowl of shreddies, so I feel <laughs> fine. <laughs> Although, I will say, we went grocery shopping yesterday, and it's just, I wanted it so bad. There was a jumbo box of Lucky Charms, and I just, <laughs> I wanted it so bad. But I told you, only you can only allow me to have it no. twice a year. Lucky Charms. Is that what you said? <laughs> I said once a year, but I'm hoping once yeah. every six months. Do you know what the weird thing is? What? Do you ever get this feeling, especially in the pandemic? I don't know if you listeners are in the same boat as John and I are, but our grocery bills have obviously increased like double Yes. Um, since the pandemic started almost a year ago. And then on the flip side, it's like we are still doing takeout sometimes and we're definitely trying to shop local. However, I'm almost like, you know that feeling where you're like, I'm sick of food. Do you ever get that way? Um, it's like, I don't feel like cooking. You, I don't even know what to order. Like, well, I'm so like excited for the world to get back to the new normal because I actually just miss the adventure of going to a restaurant and like kicking it and like being in the ambiance and like, you know, 
perusing over a menu for like you know countless minutes and then like right. talking to a waiter about suggestions and stuff like even today for meatless mondays i'm like oh i guess i'm cooking meatless mondays <laughs> i think it's tougher for you because you're the cook in the family like again i like what would you eat if you were stuck in a pandemic for a year by myself yeah by yourself you're talking to the wrong person i don't get sick of eating the same food over and over again like i would bullshit you what don't you... now what happens if oh my god what, what happens if we yeah. literally like some other people we know in the pandemic like you know relationships are tested what happens if for years we've been fine and at the beginning of the pandemic you and i got into a massive fight and then broke up and now you are living a bachelor life after going for years eating diverse diverse foods what would you do i would obviously miss the amazing five-star cuisines you make on a daily basis Mm -hmm. But I, I'm like Polly D. I ain't never change. I would, <laughs> I would go back to French toast, followed by a steak, followed by takeout, followed by cereal. I would just go back. That would be my life. You'd have gout. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my life. I'd have no problem going back to that life. You wouldn't miss teriyaki beef and broccoli. Of course I would. Of course, of course I. Would. I'm saying I would miss it. Yeah. But I could slide back into my old. Like, it's like Tony B on The Sopranos. It's like I'm in jail. I come out. I want to rehabilitate myself. But then I slip back into the old life. I slip back, in the the old, <laughs> slip back into my old food life. I guess so. We I think for me different. it's just like, yeah, I guess so. I think for me one of the things it's like we went grocery shopping. We got all, like we literally have a full fridge and full like pantry of food. And I am like, there's nothing to eat. Like, I know. You know what I, I, mean? I, like, I understand that. It's definitely... I understand you. You're the, again, you're the one who makes... The other day, you were working late, so I made dinner. And what did mm-hmm. I make? I made us tacos. So, I mean... They like, were so good. They were good. But you're the you're the cook in the family. So, I yeah. I understand getting tired of making the same thing over. But I'm excited for having zucchini pizza tonight for Meatless yeah. Mondays, which will be good. But I had something... Do you have a sponsorship for the week? No, but I was going to say... You said what happened if we got into a big fight. And I was yeah. going to tell a story that I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed in you. But Why? I'm more disappointed in myself is... When we lived in the apartment, when you were done with socks, where would you put them? Behind the pillows. And now, when you're done with your socks, where do you put them? In front of pillows. So we, we, when, we, when we're at the end of the night and we've washed our faces and changed into our pajamas, you come downstairs, even though you're upstairs next to the hamper, and you decide to walk downstairs, even though you're wearing slippers. And we'll sit on the couch, we'll get comfortable, and then as soon as we sit down, you take your socks off, roll them up, toss them on a chair... And go yes, <laughs> and you. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, you scold me, and then you'll be like, well, I throw hot water. You sc- scald. No, scald is hot water. Ah. <laughs> and then I'll tell you at the end of the night, you gotta take your socks up. Mm-hmm. You say no, we have to wait till there's at least three or four pairs of That's socks right. there. But today we were doing laundry, mm-hmm. and as soon as I came up, and you can look now at the laundry basket, a bunch of nicely neat folded clothes. Yeah. And then I went to go sit down on the chair, and what did I find? I found your old dirty socks <laughs> and I was so disappointed in myself that I didn't check because now it's going to kill me knowing that there's one less pair. <laughs> so whereas I can go back and just eat French toast every day of my life, something like an old pair of socks not getting in the laundry is going to kill me until we do laundry again. You know what it is though? And this, 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 this story is holistic. Okay. It, it's got many layers, it if does. you will. The reason I wear, like, so John and I have, like, our bedroom, our master bedrooms, like, some some friends call it, like, the, the loft floor. It's, like, we have three floors or four floors, mm. I guess, right? 
Um, so our bedroom is in the loft where the hamper is. We also have windows you keep up with sticks. We've told you about this, right? <laughs> Not for much longer. Not for much longer. But the crazy thing is, is that it's like three fucking different altitudes in our house, yeah. right? And therefore, the higher you go up to, like, you know, the universe, right? It's fucking freezing up there. So I wear my socks with my pajamas down one the first loft flight of stairs because it's fucking freezing. It's like being in the North Pole. And I go down the second fucking flight of stairs, and I'm like, oh, okay. We're basically in, like, the Yukon right now. It's a little cold. It's kind of dark, yeah. right? There's usually, like, one dim lamp on. Right. Then I'm like, oh, shit. I'm coming down, like, closer to the equator now. Like, it's awesome. Like, when I basically get down the second, or one, two, yeah, the second flight of stairs, yes. right, to come down to ground the main floor. floor, ground floor, it's basically like, you know, being in Miami heat. Where I'm like Dexter right. fucking baking. So by the time I get down here, I sit on the couch. I don't need those socks anymore. So I'm going to throw them on the chair. Okay. And then the other thing was we discovered. What? We <laughs> Maybe you're my sponsorship of the week. Sponsor. I was just about to tell picking you. I, I was about to tell you something that I love something I love about you that you do that you no longer do for me. What? So the only reason why I accept you throwing your socks on a chair, even though you made it sound like. Walking downstairs for 20 seconds sound like a four-month journey into, like, it's fucking the abyss freezing. and back. What the enduring quality that I like enduring to... Enduring or enduring? <laughs> well, I do... Ew! En- I do... En- I spit on my elbow. What do you want? I do endure. You can't spit in this era. Era or era? <laughs> the endearing thing, but Vase I do... Endu- I- Sorry. Buried or buried? <laughs> buried or buried. <laughs> To be fair. <laughs> yeah, to be fair. Uh, <laughs> the Jura. The rural the Jura. Jura. is equal to the Fiora. <laughs> <laughs> I want to bump and grind and then dutty wine. <laughs> when you throw your socks, you did this very cute thing is every night for the last two months when you would throw your socks on the chair, you would throw them and then pump your fist and go, yes. <laughs> like a little, like it almost reminded me of something that I think Michelle Tanner did. Oh, really? And then I thought because I would be a good husband yeah. and maybe I would compliment you. Yeah. One night, a few days ago, you threw your, your socks on the chair. You went, yes. <laughs> and I told you, I'm like, I just got to tell you, I, that's like one of my favorite things you do because it's Thanks, just so John. sweet and funny. Cut to four days later and you no longer can do it anymore. No, because I'm under pressure. I told you not to tell me things you like about me. <laughs> I know. So now I get so sad because now first you tried doing it and you went from going, yes, to yeah. yes. <laughs> I'm like, that's not right. Gorgeous. <laughs> You're like, there's too much pressure. And then you just stop doing it now. And I'm so sad. I know. You can't tell me things because then they feel more scripted. My my innocence and genuine excitement is cannot be... It, it's so authentic right when i'm excited about something you'll know yeah right when i'm faking it you'll know <laughs> i don't know when you fake it it sounds a lot like the real thing Ew. <laughs> but uh anyways that was something you did that i thought was very sweet do we have a sponsor well you saw a bunch of raccoons this week Ugh! okay here we go raccoons have returned this is my sponsorship of the week sponsorship of the week so I thought I had it good in the winter. <laughs> I think you got it pretty good. What the fuck? I have a good. Nothing about life is good. Oh, life sucks. I hate <laughs> life it. Life sucks and I saw like 18 raccoons. <laughs> so it's like, first of all. First of all, first honey. First of all, honey. Second of all. I thought I was in the clear. 
out of the summer and not seeing raccoons anywhere. You know, the shit that lives around our house, I equate to a dog, not a raccoon. No, and I've, you've I, I've Googled it. raccoon shit. I've looked up every kind okay. of shit there is. We've seen foxes and things, like, in the winter. But yeah. I have not seen a wintertime raccoon. I know they exist. We saw a couple last year. I don't remember. I remember there was one day when your mom was staying us, with us last winter when we saw a raccoon walking on the fence. And I, and I was trying to... You guys both looked. I'm like, it's a cat. <laughs> I remember and, that. And I remember you, and you guys were like, it's not a cat. I'm like, it's a cat. And I remember because it was, it was winter. It was like maybe March, but there was snow on the ground. So they do exist in the wintertime. I guess so. So anyway, not like the fucking herd of them I've seen this past four days. Right. But so I'm driving down a major street yeah. coming out of our area. In the East End, and, like, it's always in the exact same space, I see this fucking fat, like, raccoon crossing the street. And it's crossing the street going to the high school. Okay. (laughs) And it's, like, this thing's taking its fucking sweet time. Like, it's, it's like, it is, like, what is it? Like, sauntering? Yeah, I'll accept that word. Right? Like, a fucker across the street. And I'm trying to drive, and I'm, like, disgusted but I'm trying to pay attention to the traffic. And so I'm like, oh, God. Okay, so that's that's raccoon number one. Okay. I go a little bit further. I then see roadkill raccoon, Oof. which is worse. One right? for the good guys, One though. for the good guys. <laughs> then I go even further down, and this is, like, later on. Yeah, a, right? a day this, later. This is a day later. I'm going down on Queen Street, and I'm walking outside with one of my dear friends outside, Bobbin and Bell. Yeah. Um... What you're going to call it. And there's a cafe across the street. Do I not see on Queen Street? Queen Street. In the fucking morning, a friggin' fat-ass raccoon walking back across, like, the street to go to the park. Or get a coffee. Right? These things are taking over. Then I see yet another raccoon that's kind of tinged orange. Which I said to you, I was like, it was not, like, regular colors. Right. That sounds horrible. Well, no, regular <laughs> raccoon colors. Yeah, I'm not a racist for, raccoon, but no. um, what you're going to call it. Yeah, so basically I saw like four raccoons, and then what happened was all of a sudden all these stories started coming out of the woodwork about raccoons. No burping, right? <laughs> and so basically, what you're going to call it, which one came first, Brandon or Aunt Jay's? Aunt Jay, but I didn't uh-huh. tell you till afterwards, so... I was talking to our to our Aunt Jay on the phone, and she had told me a story that I wasn't going to tell you about how they have an addition to their house, uh, but because there's an addition on the outside, there's a bit of a, a gap uh, where the addition mm-hmm. ends in the ground. So there's like you could kind of like store stuff under there. Mm-hmm. And she had mentioned that she saw a raccoon go underneath there and like maybe try and make that into like, a place for to hide out for the winter time. So she was just saying. You know, about the best way to get rid of them is to do like a removal service where people come and safely get rid of them and transfer them. And then they determine if if they can help block the entry point. So Mm -hmm. I only told you that story because you had another story. So then I'm texting with my brothers on the sibling chat and my brother Brandon, who I feel like his house is kind of similar to ours. However, it's like it's semi-detached, right? Uh, it's technically row, but they're at the end of their row. Oh yeah, they're at the end of their row. So they have a chimney though. Yeah. They have a fireplace and they have a chimney and they have an attic as well. Yeah. So, um, which we do too, but we don't have a chimney. No. So Brennan's texting and he's like having his like, you know, week. And then basically is like, guys, to me and my other brother Carl, he's like, 
fucking hell. He's like, I think I have raccoons in my attic. Oh, and my. I, I literally was already so disgusted from my, like, the merriment parade of raccoons I had just seen right. that I'm like, oh, right? And I get, like, I said to you, since we spoke about, and, like, I don't know if you listeners remember, but our neighbor, like, two houses down, had a fucking, like, family of raccoons go into their house while they yeah. were sleeping in their master bedroom because they kept their balcony door open. Yeah. And the raccoons, while they were sleeping, literally drank all their, like, pet water yeah. Yeah. kind of thing. And so, like, I am terrified of still this happening. Even though you and I never leave doors or windows open, no. I'm still worried one day I'm going to see a fucking raccoon tail somewhere and right. I'll, we'll have to give up the house. So I was disgusted and you're like, don't worry, we don't have raccoons here. And you're like, it happens to everyone. Like, Yeah, I, I get more comforted when I hear that people have these issues because I'm like, it's not... It, it happens whether you're in the burbs or the city. It's just these things go down. But then literally, John has to put me to bed because, you know, I am six. Yeah. And so he's putting me to bed. The attic door is literally right beside our master bedroom door and all i can do and it's like you know when you think you see things i'm like oh my god the door's bouncing it wasn't bouncing yeah it's like when i was younger and brandon made me watch the movie it when i was like six yeah and my room was a beeline to my parents room and i could see like the outline of of it that's what happened well, if they were in our attic, we would hear them mousing around up there and the pitter-patter and <clears throat> let's get at her and everything. But if it happens, we call someone, they come, they remove them. We, ow, my elbow. We seal them off and we live to fight another day. Never. What we don't do is give them the house. Give them the house. We don't do that. Nope. We live to fight another day. Never. And just realize that sometimes raccoons get in, sometimes a mouse gets in. Yeah. Maybe a bird flies down your chimney. These things happen. So the only benefit to our house right now is we have no chimney. Yeah. We have people living on the other side of our walls. That's true. And they have people living on the other side of their walls. <laughs> yeah. So if any kind of animal was going to come into our house, yeah. I actually don't know how it would enter. It would be the ripping, ripping up, ripping up the, our, shingles? the shingles on our roof, which we should get our roof reshingled this summer. Yeah, just to make things extra safe and raccoon proof. And raccoon proof. Maybe we can put like a fence over it. Maybe, but ooh, we should put like a green garden on it. On our fence? No, on, on our, the roof. On the roof? No. <coughs> Excuse me. Then they might attract more. F- they might think there's food out there, and they will eat the grubs and stuff. I dream that when it rains, if you have a garden, they raccoons will come and eat your grubs. What? I don't know. <laughs> what the hell? John, so, you're so domestic. We got to get you back to go concerts. I know. I miss Your it. eyebrows. Just please leave my brows alone. You I can see them in the light. You can see the three eyebrows that I have on my face. <laughs> no. But did you want to talk about a, a couple stories from the from the summertime that we missed? Wait, that was my sponsor. Oh, well, cute. That up. was my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. <laughs> To be honest with you, I knew it was, and I was just trying to get past it so I didn't have to do another sting. Bitch, please. <laughs> but the one story we, we never told, which I thought was kind of funny, was uh, right smack in the middle of summertime, back in, I want to say, probably July, uh. back when there was only 50 COVID cases in Ontario and you could have a bubble of 10 people and hang out, kind of, there was, <laughs> uh, in our cul-de-sac, there was a going-away party. Mm-hmm. Of a neighbor that we just didn't really know. Yeah. And we were busy because it was a, it was like a Wednesday or something. And you were busy with work. And I had to get a haircut. And we didn't really necessarily feel like attending. And out, it was an outdoor, like, goodbye soiree. soiree because- well, we were, like, the new people. And if you're in a pandemic, you haven't really met everyone. So it's like, are we going to say bye to people yeah. we've never met? So the issue was the party started at, I believe, 
uh, five, mm-hmm. and I had to get it. I was getting a haircut at five thirty. Yeah, and the party was happening literally right in front of our front door, where there's like a, um, a, <laughs> like set, a patio, patio area. set up and stuff. And I was just like, oh, I'm like, I don't really want to go. We can't go outside in the, through the back because we have our fence. There's no door from the fence. I would have to like hop the fence and like jump like ten <laughs> feet to the ground. And I'm like, you know, sometimes it's just like everyone's really nice here, but sometimes you just don't feel like conversing and talking and being like i just don't feel like being like we had at that point i feel like we had met 85 percent of all the neighbors but i didn't feel like really oh yeah this is this. i feel like we had only had met like 40 no well we know we knew most of them but i also just didn't feel like being like oh have i met you have i not like it was just one of those things i just didn't feel like doing it yeah and so i was like fuck so i was like why did i why did i have to book the haircut you're forgetting though what we never got the Zoom meeting when we first joined. What are you talking about? We never got like how the new person in Unit Three no, got that's, it. No, that they. We, that, we got an email. We got in, when we moved in. There was an email from the president, who I know you want to overthrow. Yeah. Saying we moved in in November. Or they but welcomed. We never, up, they welcomed us in October, and what they said was usually there would be maybe two or three town meetings a year yeah and he's like okay you know we didn't have a summer one we'll do one in the spring it just never happened because oh my god your earring fell off yeah <laughs> because covid happened yeah so this meeting that we did over zoom wasn't for the new person it was a general meeting oh general meeting like a year later yes so then this goes to be another reason why i should run for office yes you should run for office because he's disorganized Ex- yes <laughs> overthrow the king yeah <laughs> So anyways, the whole time I'm like, okay, well, I got to go out, obviously get my hair cut. And I'm like trying to think of like two or three like quick snappy jokes to say when I go out there and then yeah. like try to be like, oh, you know, hopefully my haircut takes a while and things wrap up. So when I come yeah. back, I was more worried about coming back with them being like, come join the party. Yeah. Or it's just like, I don't want to. Okay. And I went out there and it's like the older crew. And I was just like, hey. They're who like, oh. love John and me, but they like love John. Yeah. But there's like the one guy who looks like Polly Walnuts from The Sopranos. <laughs> And I go out there. I'm trying to make some jokes. Like, oh, hey, guys, how's it going? I'm like, I got to go get a haircut now. And they're like, oh, big man, huh? And they're like, <laughs> look at this guy getting a haircut. Just like busting my balls or whatever. I'm like, yeah, I'll see you guys in a bit. And I'm just – so I go get my haircut, get a great haircut as per usual. And then I'm like, I'm going to take the long way home and kind of dilly-dally. That, what is that? Dilly-dally. Dilly-dally. Dally. And the whole time I'm still working with a straight sniper window down to the party. Yeah, I think your thing was I can't put the blinds down because no. I need them to see me that I'm working, yeah. right? So you, Which I was. It I wasn't know, like I was faking it. No. But my whole thing was I was like, okay, well, I'll walk slow and then I'll text you like, oh, has it wrapped up? Is there... And you're like, no, the party's just getting like stronger, stronger. and stronger. <laughs> it's basically like like cul-de-sac Coachella. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so then I finally get back. I'm like trying to think of, again, you know, okay, I'll, I'll go for five, ten minutes. I'll have a couple quick an- antidotes. Anecdotes. Anecdotes. <laughs> antidotes. Are you going to drug them? <laughs> I can't speak words. You can't speak words. You can't speak grammar either. <laughs> I don't know the words that are coming out of my mouth. <laughs> So I come back and the first thing like Polly Walnut says, like, oh, look at this guy getting his ears lowered and look at this haircut. And one guy's just like, yeah, he looks like a Trump supporter now. I'm like, what the hell? And uh, I was like, the guy who said it to me, I'm like, between the two of us, if there was a Trump supporter, it would most likely be that guy with like his wife beater, tan, orange. He looks like the guy from Empty Nest. He does look like the guy from Empty Nest. 
So that was funny. And then I, again, I like met a few people. I'm like, I don't know if I've met you or not. And like the whole time I just see you up there and then they're all like, where's Val? I'm like, oh, she's working. She can't come down. (laughs) And I'm just like, and I think I said something like, okay, well, let me, I just gotta go in and like shower. Then I'll try and come back out. And they're like, oh yeah, we're still going to be out here drinking. This is like the 60 year old plus crew. I'm just like, oh my God. But they were like, were they so happy to see you? Like our direct neighbors, like John brings me cookies. Oh yeah. Yeah. Our one neighbor just like. Oh my God. I'm like, oh, you know, this person, she's a great neighbor. She's so nice. And she's like, oh, I love living next to you guys. You always bring me food and cookies and I never hear you or anything. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. So, so that was just a funny experience. Did we ever say, so you know how like we've done like top rules for, you know, when you get laid off from your job, top rules when you're buying a house, like things to remember. Yeah. Do we ever say top rules for having good neighbors? No, probably not. So here's rule number one. Okay. When you have your new neighbors, the best way to like slide in there is to get gifts right. to welcome yourself to the neighborhood. Yeah. Right? So we gave our neighbors, when we first moved in, everyone like a bottle of wine, yeah. a thing of chocolates, a card, and stuff like that. And then periodically, when I also when I felt like it, because it was also like I'm just baking up a storm, yeah. right? We would always give the neighbors cookies, sausage rolls, yes. brownies, yes. cookies, etc., muffins, and we keep doing that. That way, when you know things, when you need things like an emergency wrench to like yes. do your faucet, when you need to be what not the Mormons, what are they called? The the Freemasons. Right? You're paying it forward. The second thing I would say or the third thing is always like try and do the little things for your neighbors when it's like unexpected. Salt their walkway, shovel, shovel their, their dr- front door. Totally. And our place is pretty small, the pathway. So I mean it's like literally like, oh, I shoveled yeah. in front of me and behind me and I yeah. supported their cause. Um and so that was good. The other one that has helped out is doing things like, hey, you know, if we're having a party, right, we tell them. Like, obviously, we haven't had a party in a year. But it's like, prior to that, when we had, like, my house party for my birthday, it's like, hey, neighbors, we're having a party, boppity boopity, right? I think you and I are quality neighbors. I'd say so. We're the best kind of neighbors. And if nothing else, always remember, we drove the equity up in the houses. (laughs) That Quality we, neighbors. That we've definitely done. We're fun. We're tidy. We're, we take care of the inside and the outside of our house. We yeah. make snacks for people. We mm-hmm. look after them. All these things. I think we're fantastic totally. neighbors. So so that was, but I don't want to talk to them. So that was my point about that. Yeah, but they are like keeping you out there. Like you were outside for like 30 minutes at one point. I know. I'm like, I just want to come inside. I got hair down the back of my neck. Mm-hmm. I got a shower. I need to. Is that why you won't let me cut your hair? I'm not cutting my hair till the pandemic's over. Really? I sure aren't. You sure aren't? Sure aren't. <laughs> you can cut it this week. I can. I would be honored to have my wife cut my hair as I'm naked in a bathtub. Sitting on a napkin. <laughs> Sometimes I don't even have a napkin. It's just a cold porcelain against my cheeks. Yep. So when That's I- how I feel when I puke. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hands in the toilet so one other story i didn't talk about which was right around that same time from the summertime was do i get to be on this podcast do you, sure <laughs> I, i'm gonna tee you up for the next story i'm sorry i was gonna tee you up i'm for just the your next... hype man <laughs> go so i well this involves your friends hell so one of the things i got to do again in the summertime when things were normal was golf courses were still open mm. and i got to go golfing is that you? friends too i didn't get invited 
They are your original high school friends. Yeah. But it involves friends like Chris, who was groomsman in the wedding, yeah. and Benoit and Richard and Alan, and I, I guess that was that was it. Yeah. Lillian, who is a bridesmaid, her brothers, the, the twins. twins. Benoit, who's the drummer in the band, who's Lillian's husband. husband. Chris, who's groomsman in the wedding. And singer in the band. Singer in the band. Is so, that it? Yeah, that was it. Yeah. We, we, so it was, it was quite nice. It was Richard organized everything, and he's like, oh... He's like, we're going golfing in, in this course in Markham, and he invited me along. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. I'd get to get some fresh air, get to safely see people when numbers were down. You were yeah. also gone for like 18 hours. Yeah, well, golfing takes like six hours, and you, we went to Wild Wings afterwards. You know I can't be alone for more than three. I get know. Get antsy. That's, well, that's the day. Here, you can be a part of that story. That's the day you ordered Indian food. Oh, yeah. And you had a really bad driver experience. That's right. But it was just, I was going to say, it was just fun to see some friends safely outside Get some exercise and like golfing's fun because all of us were. Who was the best golfer? Uh, I couldn't. It, I couldn't tell you to be honest. We we all had our. Everyone had a hole where they were really good. Yeah. No one was awful, but no one was like Tiger Great. Woods. Everyone was just. Who thought they were the best? I mean, everyone thought they were the best. <laughs> but no, everyone was good. Like I think Richard was. Richard was actually pretty good. Benoit, like everyone was good. Yeah. Chris had some good shots. Alan, I had one good hole. Uh-huh. Uh, but it was just fun to like see those guys because yeah. I hadn't seen them. And months and months and months and stuff. So it was just like a fun memory. And it's something I would definitely want to do this summer is, you know, maybe we can do some golfing. You, me, Cam and Bryson or you, yeah. me, Sean and whoever. Like, yeah, uh, the guys you, always ask. You, I'm me, like, how yeah. do I never get invited to this well, you, shit? We could do you, me, Chris and and whoever else could all go. <laughs> what about Becca? Yeah, well, she golfs. But the thing, I don't know if Becca golfs, actually. The thing that made me laugh was you when you golf, it's you don't have more than four people in your, in your yeah. round. And initially, because some of the guys were running late, it was me, Chris, and Richard. Mm-hmm. And then Alan and Benoit got there, and it turned into like a five-sum. And oh, it's just like... Threesome. <laughs> but it's just like, uh, you know me, I'm such like a stickler for rules. that There was like five of us teeing off at holes. I'm like, you can't have five people because you slow things down because there's five of yeah. you. But it was... Anyways, it was just a fun... I would be like, 16 people, let's go. Yeah, I know you would do that. <laughs> but it was a very fun, fun memory I have of 2020, so... Well, I think it was, like, one of the only actual, like, events of 2020 so far. And then I would say on the flip side, for, you know, me and I can't be alone for longer than three hours unless I'm working. So I do think I ended up working really late that day to curb, like, John being out of the house. Because did you take the car? I did. I had to. It was in Markham. Yeah, it was in Markham. So it's, like, also, like, where the fuck am I going at this point? None of the girls could hang out at that point, too. So I was, like, fully by myself. I think I may have done some music that day, but I don't know. And then the other side of it was, I was like, okay, even though John loves Indian food. I do. Right? And we'll get it, like, again, like, maybe, like, four times a year kind of thing. I was like, yo, I need get Indian food and watch, like, Gilmore Girls or Parenthood and really, like, ease into this, like, being at home thing. I ordered Indian food and this fucking person took... Like, the Indian food took, like, 45 minutes to make. Yeah. Then the woman was literally, like, lost outside our house. Yeah, she was, like, in our area. And just, like, it was just such a bad experience for you to get her yeah. here. And it was, like, ridiculous, though, because I was on the phone with her. I know. And, like, talking to her, being like, okay, turn here. Make a hard left. Right? She's like, I, I don't think so. I'm like, I, I can literally <laughs> I see, can, see I can you. see you on the GPS. I, and make and it in hard real left. life. Oh, like, my that God. was the other i was like standing on the pathway i'm like i can see you just past the house yeah um and then like then the other part was she came to the door 
And I'm like, okay, I just want my food. She gives me like a fucking Ziploc sandwich bag. The oh, size that's of right. Thing. She gave you the wrong order. And I was like, what is this? And then she's like, this is your food. I'm like, I can assure you it's not. And so I'm like, I didn't order this. Like literally like I bought like a buffet's worth of food. And so it was this tiny little bag. And I'm like, she's like, okay, let me go back to my bike. And I'm like, oh my God. Right. And so like in big, like fucking like bold font. Right. It was like. It said, like, Matthew on it. And I'm like, I'm not Matthew. I'm not Matthew. Right? And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, that's okay. And then she gives me my bag, right? And then I'm like, she's like, okay. She's like, make sure you rate me well. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I know. Like, it was kind of ballsy. And, like, this makes me sound like a bitch on wheels. But I'm like. It's a little thing sometimes that you just want to get through the day. And I get it. She's. It's a tough job. We get that. But sometimes when you're just. You just want your food after a long week. You're by yourself. You're looking forward to it. Yeah. And yeah. But it was also like the reading part of it. Yeah, of course. Like that that was my thing. I'm like, it literally says in like giant block font, Matt. Yeah. And the Uber thing says Val. Yeah. Right? So it, it was a little annoying. I didn't tell you how I got scammed the Lang. other day. The, the scented, uh, what, are, what are those things called? The scented oils. The, the essential scented oils. Yeah. I got them off of Amazon. For our, like, homie, not for John and I. What do you mean? Like, you're not going to put essential oils on me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... You know. But what, when I got the package, it came with a little, little paper clipping saying, if you leave a review of us on Amazon, we'll give you a $10 Amazon discount. or uh, That sounds good. Uh, uh, credit or whatever. So I was like, perfect. So I went on there. I wrote a rave review about how my wife for her birthday, I got you these essential oils. She loves them. It changed our marriage. We were going to get divorced and now we're the, and then it says, you know, once you do it, take a screen grab, send us an email. We'll send you the $10 Amazon credit. Mm -hmm. Do I not send the email and get no response? (gasps) I send another email a week later, get ghosted once again. I send a third email saying, again, like, where's my thing, blah, 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 this and that. Where's my thing for my essential oils? (laughs) So I got a package. <laughs> I, I went on Amazon two days ago and, I, and they're scamming a lot of people because you just see like all these reviews. And I went and I found my review from December 30th Ooh. and I deleted it because they never got back to me or sent me Bullshit. my $10 credit. So they scammed me and I got rid of my review on Amazon. Good. So that was. But we like their oils. Yeah, their oils rock. I would definitely <laughs> recommend them. Oh, go Andrew. What? That's what they're called. Go Andrew? No, Andrew is the name of the essential oil. So I said, go, Andrew. Okay. Uh, So that was my story about getting scammed. I wanted to only mention this story because it might be the name of the podcast. (laughs) Oh, okay. Which one leads into me? Which of these three stories leads into me? This this story I lean into you. So Uh, uh, what I was going to talk about is how much I'm enjoying my Apple Music subscription that we both have. Because I love discovering playlists, and my favorite playlist now is for anyone who loves hip-hop music, is they have a playlist series called Behind the Boards, mm-hmm. where you can get someone like Dr. Dre or Kanye West, and it's basically all songs that they've produced. So it's a playlist of songs of artists they've worked with, you know? Mm-hmm. And yesterday we were making dinner, and we wanted fun music, so I said, do you want to listen to Dr. Dre's Behind the Boards, mm-hmm. or do you want to listen to Timbaland's Behind the Boards? And you went with... Timbaland. And Even though I love Dre. Yeah, we both love Dre and get well soon. We hope you're doing mm-hmm. better. 
But I was I kind of wanted to listen to the Timberland one too. So it was so much fun because it's all like Justin Timberlake and Missy Elliott. And then you were getting all like angry at me because I'm like, wait, you know Tweed? And you're like, oh, of course I know Tweed. Thank you. But then this one song by Genuine came on and you just like, we were cooking and you just kind of came up to me and gave me a hug and you like just started kind of dancing. Oh, God. And then I just started like doing a slow grind on you. <laughs> I was like, you, this is weird. I was like, can I just bump and grind on you? And no. you're like, no. And then... You were still there, and I start doing it again. I'm like, well, can I dutty wind on you? <laughs> and you just were getting, like, all creeped out and everything. Yeah, you're being such a creeper. I was but like, what do you think? This is a club? I just wanted to bump and grind with no. you and turn it into a dutty wine. No. But, it was very weird. But maybe we can listen to more of the uh, Behind the Boards with Timbaland. We should also say, um, what you want to call it, um, it was the closest thing I'll have to a clubbing experience. I think. That's true. On Saturday, we were outside with our dear friends um, and lovely niece of the podcast, Savannah. Yeah. And she's obsessed with The Floor is Lava. And so I guess you can play The Floor is Lava through Alexa or like, what's it called? Is that a thing machine called Alexa? We have HomePod. We have HomePod. I assume you can, you know, play it through HomePod as well. But through Alexa, she's like, let's play The Floor is Lava. So then if you do that, they... Alexa machine plays like music and then sorry it plays music but it's all like clubbing like house dance music right and like she's going so hard like fist pumping I felt like you and I were like dancing so hard and it made me like so excited like if she put on like hip-hop then I maybe dutted wind with you but (laughs) (laughs) um it was so much fun to dance like outside I agree with you I thought that was very very fun um we're we're running out of stories here, but the one thing I was going to lean into you mm. was that we realized now that it's February, mm. we're coming up on two years of being married. Oh damn! Does it feel like two years of being married? Uh, not really, because for sometimes I actually think like I think about um, what you're gonna call it, our wedding being last year for some reason, because I yeah. equate it with like one, it was like kind of like the last one of the last weddings the last hurrah the, the last hurrah but it was also like one of the last weddings that i think we all like from friends wise had attended right even though there was like three weddings we had in 2019 yeah but um what you're gonna call it i think for me it was like it was one of the biggest parties we've left off with yeah right and then it was such like a high so i always think of it as pre the pandemic and so it's like Oh, maybe it was in February, and then March was the pandemic. But I was like, fuck, it has been two years. But we were just talking again how some of the stories of... uh, Now you can look back on it and kind of laugh. I mean, maybe not, but just you were saying... So for people who don't know, right before we got married, a couple weeks before we got married, the store that held your wedding dress literally caught on fire, and your Mm -hmm. wedding dress was destroyed. Mm Mm-hmm. So do you remember what – so we got married on February 23rd, and the day that your dress caught on fire, if mm-hmm. you remember, would be when? I think February 6th. So February 6th, which is basically almost three weeks to the day. Your dress mm-hmm. catches fire. And then for a week, they were playing this game of cat and mouse, telling you, oh, your dress is fine, your dress is fine. Yep. They burnt a whole week. Mm-hmm. And then when did they let you know that, no, your dress won't be – will not be – can't, is it not save, salv, salvageable? I think right after that. So like the 13th or something, right? Yeah. So you had li- 10 days or less yep. to find and fit. Look, appointments. Oh my God. You're looking from your 2019 calendar. Yeah, Kleinfeld. So you, 
it's insane to think that 10 days Dr. Before, oh my god <laughs> 10 10 days before your wedding you didn't you were missing a tooth yep. and did not have your wedding dress yep and, and just like the strength and mind dress. Oh my God. We're looking at your calendar. You basically every day either had to go to the dentist or go to the dress yep. fitting to like, but isn't that crazy yeah. to think on top of all the stress of planning a wedding and work mm-hmm. and this and that, that you had a missing tooth and you had no wedding dress. Like, do you think, yeah. do you think like, how did I get through all this? Yeah. I mean, like, obviously my hat goes out to brides and grooms and like just people in general in the pandemic, right? Like it is stressful, especially when your wedding gets canceled. I think, you know, I felt equally shitty um, because I felt like our wedding was continuing. I just might not show up for our wedding. Right. Um, especially because I couldn't speak properly without my teeth. I know. Um, so, I mean, I also just can't believe that was two years ago. Yeah. Because then even in real time, it's like a year ago, I got this final tooth in. Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah, it looks great, though. Except for when Carl called me out. No, nah, your tooth looks better than fine. <laughs> yeah. Um... What you call it. But no, I think it's like, yeah, it's crazy to be two years. I think what I was saying to you too is like one of the things we spoke about was like six years just passed of me getting laid off. Wow. Right? That's insane. Yeah. And so like I think, you know, if you guys go back and listen to Can't Call It a Comeback or something, yeah. right? Is that what we called it? Don't call it a comeback. Don't call it a comeback from six years ago. Right. Um, the podcast, that episode would give like the top 10 tips for being laid off and like coming back. You always say like, like, holy shit, like you went from zero to 100. Yeah. In this with like no job, I got the job. Yeah. Um, but I think about it, it's like in six years, look how many like life experiences we've had together. Like yeah. that was also weird because I still remember that exact day. Right. What we were doing, what I was doing. You remember what you were doing. Yeah. I'm glad, like, obviously we were just saying, like, I missed the apartment. Yeah. But, you know, weird things like I never sat on that love seat unless it was, like, a house party. Yeah. And it was this the couch I was sitting on when you got home that day. Right. But now I'm like, oh, my God, we're in our house. Yeah. Do you know it, what I mean? Like, it, it's like that couch isn't even up here. It's in the basement. It's in my office yeah. now. Yeah, it's crazy, too. I think February 6th is the eight-year anniversary of Live at 605. Damn. Eight years ago. It's the same age as Benjamin. Yeah. Yeah, they were born the same year. <laughs> it's it's crazy to think that... 20- and we were in St. Lawrence Market. That's right. We, I was eating a grilled cheese and having a milkshake, I think, when mm-hmm. you came up with the name Live at 605. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was eight years ago. We did the first episode. Basically, I'm pretty sure it's February 6th is the date, which is... The day my dress caught on fire. Oh, my God. <laughs> seven, seven, six years later to that day. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's crazy. So we can, uh, we can dock this boat in a couple seconds, but do you want to quickly talk about... We have officially booked our windows and we had the Ooh, final fitting yeah. on Saturday. I felt better about this guy. Well, the actual contractor guy. I felt bad. He called. I don't know to the listeners. Does anyone answer the phone if they see a number they don't recognize? I sure as hell don't. No. Especially with all like the... Um, robo-dialing. Robo-dialing you get. So I... I just, and robo-text now. I get a lot of robo-texts. So I get this call and I'm like on Saturday morning, I'm like, I'm not answering. I don't know the number. It's some weird number. And then mm-hmm. it didn't even show. Usually if there's a voicemail, I will listen to it. Mm-hmm. But it didn't show voicemail. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to Sunday and I get a call again and from a number I don't get. But then it shows that there's a voicemail and there was two voicemails. And it was basically the guy from 
the window place being like, oh, can I come and measure your window so we can start that process? So I was mm-hmm. like, fuck, I missed that. Could have came yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, we called the dude up and he came by and we were very happy. It's the guy who will actually be installing the windows and mm-hmm. we were very happy with him as a person. Is I don't know. Exactly? Do you have anything to add? No, to that? I was going to say, I think one of the things is like, it's always terrifying to me because he brought his like, we're, we're outside we're all wearing masks and things, and it was freezing. Yeah. Right? It was really cold um, and windy on Sunday in Toronto. And he got out his giant metal ladder, and he was, like, going up to the second-story windows yeah. on the ladder. And I was, like, terrified. I know. You I was know. like, oh, my God, we never salted, the like, the step. Yeah. Right? I was like, it's fucking metal, his thing. Yeah. He's going to fall over. But he was so nice and, like, just, like, such, like, a lovely person to talk to. Yeah. Um, I feel really good about the windows. Like, I'm actually just excited now to get them. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, it's kind of interesting too because it's like we're obviously not traveling. We're not um, like doing anything. So, you know, there's nothing in the future that's like coming. Like outside of like packages to me aren't the same thing. Like this is something bigger. It's like a service, I guess. So it's kind of nice to look forward to something that might happen, you know, 8 to 12 weeks in the future. And hopefully by then it's like warmer outside and like, you know, we can return back to like bubble life. Hopefully. Yeah. It'll be exciting to get that's the first renovation we've done to the house. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think I'm just, I'm anxious to kind of get it over and done with. And just, I want to make sure that, you know, I just hope there's no issues or anything. They're able to pop the new ones in and take the old ones out. And I have just... a question for you though. What? Our kitchen window seems to be the thing that we're concerned about. Yeah. Because we don't, like we moved into like a move-in ready kitchen. And so our window is like built into the tile of yeah. the backsplash. And so if they have to break out the cupboard and the window frame, yeah. how do you feel about renovating the kitchen? The whole kitchen? No, if we have to rebuild the tile on well, that If we have one. to rebuild it, we have to rebuild and it. And the cabinets and things. I, I don't know how you go about doing that. Like, who Neither do, you, do I. I don't know who you call to be like, match this. Yeah. I'm assuming if they had to pop out that cabinet, they would pop it back in. Like, if they had to take unscrew it and take that thing out. Yeah, maybe. They would probably put it back in. I'm assuming if they can put a window in, they can do that stuff. So, I don't know. I, I don't know. Cross that bridge when we get to it. But I feel like... Because we have bad luck, something will... Something will happen. But uh, I also am anxious... No, we'll have like a fucking raccoon come through the Well, window. I was going to say, I, I, I just don't want there to be like mosquitoes birds. or birds flying in through our windows. I don't, I'm sure there won't be, uh, but... Um, I will say, I think then doing it in the winter is probably better. Uh, yeah, I know. I, yeah, yeah, if it's summertime, there's more birds and mm-hmm. more mosquitoes and that kind of stuff, but... Was was there anything else you wanted to munch on on this episode? Munchies. The only thing I wanted to say was like, we, we just came back from like our evening walk. Yeah. And there was like, we were walking out of our area and across the street, like as we go up further. Well, you have to tell people we have about what was yelled at. Yeah. Well, you have to tell people, there's certain people we see on our walk every day and we have <laughs> nicknames for them. Yeah. So there's this one guy we see, we call him Tilly. Yeah. Because every morning when we're walking He's back, like basically our age. He's our age, but he dresses like an old dad. Like he wears a Tilly, Tilly hat and he pushes his kid in a stroller. So we call him Tilly. <laughs> Tilly. And then there's other people we see. We There's like the, the, the click, clique. The clique. The click. There's... One person who we, I think we just call him Benoit. Yeah. Because he's French, <laughs> French and he's always on, on the phone. phone. <laughs> Sorry. So, but yes, there's this guy named Tilly that we always go, oh, there's Tilly. Tilly. 
And when we, we get sad when we don't see Tilly. I know. Like, is our schedule? Are we too late? Yeah. Are we too early? Um, so this is know. why we need hobbies again. Yeah. So then basically we're leaving our like area to go on our like, you know, regular routine walk. And we get up a little bit up the street and all of a sudden we hear this guy yell yeah. from behind kind us. Kind of aggressively. Kind of aggressively. He's like, hey, do you have a shovel? Yeah. So I thought he was yelling at us. That's what I thought at first, but he wasn't facing us when I turned around. Totally. And it was on the opposite side of the street, like probably like 30 feet away from us. Yeah. And so we turn around and he's like, he yells like, do you have a shovel? Some other guy responds, yeah, I do. Yeah, and the guy's like, you're going to want to use that shovel. Yeah. And so then we were like, but he said it in such a way. So like John and I are like, huh? So then we were walking up and I was like, what do you think that was about? And you're like, oh, it was to Tilly. Yeah, it was to Tilly. And I'm like, no way. And I'm like, no, like, I saw I saw he was facing his house. And I'm like, I think maybe there's a big like icicle hanging from the eaves drop, 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 drops, troughs. <laughs> not that, not a trough. That's what pigs eat. Eve's yeah. trough. Eve's. Eve's. <laughs> That's actually the name of our band of the week. Eve's, Eve's tumor. <laughs> and I was like, oh, maybe he's got all this ice. And he's like, get a shovel and knock it down so it doesn't go Icicles. through your eyeball. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck no. That guy's ballsy as fuck. And he's probably yelling at that guy in like a bitch way yeah. to shovel the snow off the sidewalk. And you're like, oh, yeah, that might be more it. So when on our way back, I was like, yo, guy, we got to walk by Tilly's house yeah. and see what's up. Do we not walk by Tilly's house? He has not shoveled his driveway nope. or the sidewalk. He's too busy, like, fixing his Tilly hat for the next day's But journey. this is the point. Have a good neighbor, right? These are the things you do. But you can't you can't choose your family and you can't choose your neighbors. I mean, I think we lucked out. We have some good neighbors. But mm. think back to the apartment. Any of our direct neighbors, they all Super suck. Super douche. Super douche. We had Oh, the, those parents that wrote me, like the woman who wrote me a passive-aggressive letter. Yeah, because there's this baby was crying all day long. And, and I gave her cupcakes. You did give her cupcakes. And one day the baby was crying. I'm like, again with this noise? And the next day, like, sent us a note through the door. Yeah, but it was so passive-aggressive. It was. I hated those people. Yeah. And, yeah, we had Super Douche, who was hilarious, but a shitty neighbor. Yeah. We, that was another example, though. The husband was nice to us. The wife hated us. Yeah, you, you, yeah, but anyways. I'm those, just saying. Yeah, those people left, which was great, <laughs> but we have decent neighbors now, but you can't shoot. I had bad neighbors when I was a kid. We had yeah. people in our street who hated kids, and our kid, our street was full of kids, so yeah. I mean, what can you do? What did you tell me, though, to manage my expectations with a neighbor once when I opened the door? I'm like, hey, lady. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a neighbor we don't necessarily, who just doesn't talk to us, so I just said, when I see this neighbor who doesn't talk to us, I went from going high yeah. to just like a head nod to just, I now I just ignore them. And then when you came out, you just kind of awkwardly bumped into them. And you just, what I said is, yeah, just give them a head nod or do nothing. And yeah. then you saw me, you're just like, oh, hey, lady. What's up, girlfriend? <laughs> she fully ignored me. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it was just so funny because it's like, you know, when we got, I think we mentioned this on the, like, I want to be president podcast, but it was like... We sure, have never, if I were president, if I, were president, I, I want to be president. But it was like on that podcast, we had never heard this person speak before because she clearly ignores me right. um, when I like shower her with my kindness. Yes. But then we finally heard her. She has like a fucking thick Irish accent. Yeah. And so we're like, what the fuck? It's like, all right, train spotting. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is a good time, I think, to uh, land this ship. So. Bling. Um, I think uh, I got a good band of the week this week that I'm excited for. Okay. And this goes back, if 
the one of the very when the podcast started when we did sponsorships it was more stuff again well sponsorships are still things that bug us but one of the first sponsorships i ever did was that bugged me were these bands where you don't know how to what their name is like how to pronounce it like churches yeah exactly yeah. Like churches i can't think of any other examples but so there's this band and i think their name i thought it was like yas tumor but you said it's eve's tumor. yeah <laughs> it's, i guess eve's is french yeah and so it's a really cool band and they have one of the best songs and one of the best music videos mm-hmm. I've seen in the last five years. Okay. And it's such a cool song. And the song is called Kerosene. Okay. And it's like a mix of like R&B, but then a really cool like Guns N' Roses guitar solo sprinkled throughout the whole thing. It's unlike any song I've, I've ever really heard. And mm-hmm. I've, I've played it for you. I don't know if you really care much for it, but. I won't lie. I don't even remember what song All right. it well, like. If you ever listen to the podcast again, yeah. you can, I'll play it for you later on. But mm-hmm. it's also the music video is really dope. So I just, it's a song I don't think most people know about. So mm-hmm. I think we should get back to our roots of introducing mm-hmm. people to new music. Yeah. So this song is called Kerosene by Eve's Tumor. So mm-hmm. should we get into it? Totally. So always get in contact with us, facebook.com slash live at 605, as well as Instagram. And then you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malenkamp. I'm at Val Gomez 23. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Be easy. Meatless Monday continues. Boop, boop, boop.
John Mallon. And...